That's the podcast coach for December 18th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I just realized I blew my opportunity to wear Christmas oriented clothing i thought Red about and it reds and greens I'm like, like how lame <laughs> you, got, you got all this christmas stuff up on the thing and i was like what an idiot jeez so anyways i apologize i'm not in christmas attire i mean i have to I have to look at my the i have emergency clothes that sit just off to the side here in case i need a jacket or whatever and i'll have to see if there's a christmas yeah thing. mine is christmas gray it's <laughs> always safe with gray but i'm blue like i'm blue and gold yikes there you go before we hop into the show today, we might have a power rant. Oh. Uh, that's that's been something that's that's slowly coming uh, okay. and I things like, like that. that. But uh, we do need to uh, thank some people, and we need to get Jim fueled up. And uh, if you're what quick that coffee pour came together on the, it, it, we, are, we must be using something different. Yes, we're using the roadcaster today. That's another thing we'll be talking about today. Why is Dave back on the roadcaster? But before we do that. We do need to thank Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need anything to, well, just look better, you got to go see Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Whether that be, I don't know, a, uh, a PDF, it could be a logo, it could be your whole show artwork, it could be your whole show's website. Mark is not only an award-winning graphic designer, he's also a podcaster. Uh, he does the resourceful designer and... Um, I, I say it all the time. Every time I have to upload my logo for the School of Podcasting or Ask the Podcast Coach, which is just down here in the bottom left-hand corner, if you're watching the video of this, I go, yeah, that was money well spent. So if you're looking to never worry about how you look, then go over and see my buddy Mark at uh, podcastbranding.co. And last, of course, he is uh, he's Canadian, which means he's going to be polite. So podcastbranding.co, it's the place to go. Really hard to do with really hot <laughs> And yeah, the um, last week I explained how I did. I explain last week that I had a call with Tascam. Yes, yeah, I did, and I was very happy that they were going to send me a new unit for the Mixcast Four. And it, part of this is my fault because they never said we're sending it out right away. They just made me feel warm and fuzzy and they, I perceived that this was a high priority. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on me. I, I never said, so like, when are you guys going to ship that out? I never asked. I just felt like they, they were like, Oh, we're so sorry. And make a long story short. Um, what's today? Saturday, Thursday night, sitting there watching bad holiday movies and the, came back where it locked up and I was like, you know, I just did a webinar for Libsyn. I don't trust this thing anymore. And I haven't heard a peep from the, the folks that, you know, it's been almost a week. And, uh, I was like, Hmm. And the other thing I thought about, I was like, okay, what if they send me a new one? Assuming they are, they're not going to lie, but assuming what, and that one's bad. I was like, I spent 600 bucks on that thing. 
And so I was like, hmm. So I reached out to the Sweetwater people and I said, hey, here's what's going on. I said, I know I bought this on a 90 day same as cash. What's the warranty? How does this work? And uh, he, they're sending me a, a new one. Basically, uh, I'm now working with Sweetwater. Not that I don't trust Tascam. I just wanted to guard the money I put into this. And Sweetwater yeah. basically said, we will ship you one out right today. And so, uh, you know, when it comes to, um, I'm trying to tie this into based on a true story podcast. <laughs> when it comes to the truth, uh, Sweetwater, not that Tascam was lying. Sweetwater not only said, hey, we understand this is a problem. Uh, the one guy, he said, oh, I see here you're from the school of podcasting. And I go, yeah. And I don't know if that had any weight, but I called them at eh, one o'clock ish. And by five o'clock, I got the notification, your item has been shipped. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, their, their truth is we have great customer service. And if I were to, to base that on a true story, I would say, yes, the true story is they do have great customer service. Yeah, that's Sweetwater. their business, right? I mean, <laughs> so. from from that standpoint, based on a true story, we'll get this get yeah. this out of the way. Big thanks to Dan over based on a true story podcast.com. And uh, if you're interested, if you need a couple hours uh, to, to uh, something to entertain you, uh, Dan goes through the movies uh, and TV shows that are based on a true story, and they talk about them with experts. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship of as podcast coach, you know, Sweetwater's business is to sell things. Right. And, and sometimes, you know, we think what's going on, you, you reached out to the engineers and the support team at Tascam. I'm not letting off the hook on this. I'm right. not letting them off the hook, but you know, shipping isn't their primary. They like, they don't, they don't right. always think that way. Well, right. I, I thought of a couple of things. I it, said, it before, should, before I like, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset with Tascam. I was just getting a little yeah. worried, but I thought about it. I was like, number one, I'm dealing with the marketing people, right? And they don't live in the warehouse. They don't, I don't know what's, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's also the holiday season. Right. So even right. if they shipped it, who knows when it's going to get here. Um, and number three, we are at that time of year where like, there's a lot of people that used to be in the office are not in the office anymore. Case yeah. in point, if you thought you were going to get a podcast launched, uh, in 20, in January, um, maybe now at the end of January, but Apple's gone. They've never, I never really got an official Apple email that says, Hey, we're out of the office from blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. But unless they change something every year, pretty much from this point forward, they're out. So if you submit a new podcast to be added to the podcast directory, we'll have to keep an eye on this, but normally that wouldn't be added. They don't add, you know, they, the whole, you know, Apple staff basically yeah. leaves I, for the end of the year. We have a new one to add. I'm just going to wait till after the first of the year to, to get all that set up. Um, what I imagine is happening at Tascam is someone sent a note over to the shipping department and then they didn't have any available. Like that could be right. I mean, they just, they just, they're trying to sell as many of those things as they can. They didn't have one in hand. They had to get one from the warehouse. They had to do, somebody started that process and it just didn't it either got forgotten or it got dropped or it just got delayed so that that's really i mean in working with the manufacturers sometimes you would think they just have a bunch of them laying around yeah. they don't no <laughs> not in the you know, not in those places not to ship out to you yeah like they 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 usually got to go through somebody so sweetwater on the other hand they have all, I mean, that's their business, yeah. right? And so I'm sure they've got a warehouse full of them. And they, the guy puts a few things in and all the robots go out and that's grab it. the box. And, 
and ship it to you. So Sweetwater's Sweetwater is cool that way. Like I, I just they they do then they really do. They take so much time. Every time I buy something, I get this email from Steve, who's like, "Hey, I'm your guy." And if you have any, yeah, you know, I bought a ninety nine dollar thing. Steve, you just any margin you have you made on that thing, you just blew by contacting me. <laughs> but it, it, like, it's important to them that they get that you know, they get that personal service. Yeah. And then they, uh, once you buy something from them, of course you can always opt out of this, but they send you an actual physical catalog, which takes me back to the days of like the Sears or Penny's catalog. It must work. It must work. Yeah. Cause they still do it. Well, what it does is it makes me go through the catalog and then I go online and buy it. It's not like I'm ripping out the last page and filling out the order form. I just read stuff and go, Ooh, look, that microphone's black. And, you know, oh. then you have to go buy it. So, uh, so you're back on the roadcaster today, back on the roadcaster, which does it feel, how does it feel? How do you feel? Here's the thing that I, I, I'm noticing where when I switched to the task am, I was like, Oh, I don't have the countdown timer. When I hit music and things like that, I, uh, the screen is smaller. I will give them that the task am has a bigger screen, but for the most part, I set my levels and that's it. I don't really, I'm, you know, they have a little marker button there on the screen if I want to, but I don't find myself going, Oh, I missed this from the task cam where when I was on the task cam, I was going, Oh, I can't switch banks and play other sounds. I don't have the countdown timer, you know? So again, it wasn't a huge deal, but it was when I, those were the things that I told them about it when they said, Hey, uh, you know, what, how can we make this better? I said, well, number one, can I have an actual VU meter with numbers on it? You know, things like that. So, um, that, and, and just, it's that whole, I've used this. I'm still a little rusty cause I haven't used it in two weeks, but it was like, oh yeah, I remember this is, you know, this is the strike button, you know, and, and, uh, this I think is gym nerds out. And now, yes. so you, you just that comfort level of, ah, you know, and, I don't gain any space on my desk. They're both identical in terms of that. So, and sound wise, it's weird. I sound, I'm used, still using the SM7B and I, but yet I sound a little more crisper, I think on the road. Cam. I think you sound great. This is a great combo. For yeah. You. So these two are a great combo. I'm not missing it. I'll put it that way. I don't hate it, but I, again, it's kind of like saying, which one would you want? Demi Lovato, or do you want Christina Aguilera? It's like two great singers that are both about five two, so <laughs> yeah, so it's like riding a bike exactly. <laughs> I think they both are. Uh, Christina Aguilera just did a thing where um, it's funny how headlines. You know what? I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna dig myself a hole. Oh boy, here we go. No, it was no. just All be, right. because. Does anybody remember the? This is so not podcasting. Um, the Christina Aguilera dirty look. Remember when she had that song called Dirty, and she had like these chaps with her her underwear hanging out the back, and her hair was all. Well, she redid that because it's like 30 years later, and everybody's like, she rocked the look, and I'm like, well, no, not not really, because. Back back then, she had uh, it was all stomach. It was nothing but stomach, and then these chaps, and and you know she's had a kid, and she's older, and so her front her her stomach was Be careful. Yeah, careful. was you couldn't you couldn't see her abs. I'll just go that route. Well, you know, but I, on the you other can't hand, see my abs either. Yeah, so. yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I haven't seen my abs in forever. Uh, so uh, 
Yeah, so I, uh, I, but for the record, I still think she's awesome um, looking. Anyway, uh, Steven says, hey, what about the Roadcaster? You don't have a fat head. You don't have a, a cloud lifter. And I've always said, I I get those. Yes, they boost your volume and they give, but I, you know, I'm good. I'm a, you know, now I did have to turn up my gain a little from the EV RE320, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't it's, hear it. It sounds really good. Yeah, I don't hear like a ton I, of hiss. I really like it. So, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Marv says, "What are abs?" Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just I, have one, I just have one big ab. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a barrel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Resemble, resembles the barrel that came that my beer that I drank in came out of. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, some news. I don't know if you read this. Let me throw this in the chat room. Everybody's getting a little nervous about this. And when I looked at the story, I said, "Yeah, but they're going after people that have money." And that is, he said, hitting the marker button. Sirius XM, and I forget who else, is getting sued by some sort of people, by deaf users is what the title says. Uh, and this is, they're saying, and this is where it's going to, we're going to have to figure out, is podcasting a broadcast or not? Because Todd and Rob were talking about this with Adam Curry. Boy, you want to hear a guy that doesn't pull punches? Listen to Adam Curry on the No Agenda show. I do miss the bleep button. There we go. I miss the bleep button because at one point, uh, Adam called both Rob and Todd. He called, yes, he called them cats. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. He goes, you guys, oh. you guys oh, don't I have any, you. you guys don't have any courage. You're just a bunch of cats. And, uh, and I was like, did Adam Curry just call? I'm like, yeah, he did. Uh, saying how they need to implement the podcasting 2.0 stuff. But, yes. Yeah, oh, I understand. His, see, his thing. His thing, yeah. It, yeah, his thing. They're that way because they didn't implement his thing. Exactly, yeah. Right. So, okay. it's according to The Verge, SiriusXM is facing a lawsuit from the National Association of the Deaf uh, and the Disability Rights Advocates because they don't provide transcripts. And I, I was thinking about this a little bit because I thought – on the school of podcasting, I don't supply transcripts because I write a really long blog post. So technically they could flag me and say, you don't have a transcript. And I'm like, yeah, but everything I mention is in the show notes. Like I write a really extensive thing on my website. So I thought that was, uh, I'll be interested to see how this goes because the, the different acts that have gone out to make sure that there's, you know, um, What's the the CC thing? The the comments that come up on close caption, close captioning. Yep. All that was based on broadcast. Like your broadcast have to be closed captioning, and so I'm like, okay, but that's a broadcast. That's over in theory the free airwaves, which are still around. But I'm like, a podcast is not over the free airwaves. It's over the internet that you have to pay for, and then you have to, you know, it's not something. That that's going to be, I think, the the sticky part, because that that was intended for the free airwaves, which we all kind of chuckle at. And like, are there people still with rabbit ears? And the answer is yes. There's still my sister's one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of them. I still I get over the air HD. Yeah. So no cable. So that I could see needing to be closed captioned, for lack of a better phrase, uh, and closed captioning for a podcast is a transcript. But we're not over the air. So accessibility, that's, though, it's accessibility, right? Don't think yeah. about it in terms of medium. Think about it in terms of accessibility. So, if you're creating a, a an audio podcast and the only way to listen to it is to listen to it, 
you now the deaf community can't doesn't have any access to that information which you've made. Now, I, I, Dave, I like your you know like your blog post, a complete blog post that kind of fills you in on that. May, may actually maybe easier to read and better than the transcript, but it does deny accessibility. Yeah. And, and I think we're going to get to a point, you know, today you've got accessibility on YouTube. When we post this to YouTube, they're going to do automatic transcripts and those continue to get better and better and better as we go. Um, we, we at Gallup, we now, tr- we do transcripts for everything. <laughs> and so I have editors that go through for every podcast that we do and do transcripts. And then we fix YouTube's transcripts because m- why not? Why wouldn't you? It takes 30 seconds to drop that out of Otter or whatever. We use our own tool. And, um, and drop that into YouTube. Why wouldn't you? I think I changed. I used to provide transcripts. Nobody looked at it. I I would I took them down and then um, said transcripts available upon request. Yeah, I may have to go back. I mean, yeah, it's just one of those kinds of things. It is an accessibility issue. Yeah, I know. I did for a while. I did a test on Libsyn where I uploaded my transcript as a PDF. Uh, as a file for download only. That just means it's not in the feed. It doesn't automatically go to all the different apps. But I put a link to it in the show notes. Like, hey, if you'd like a transcript of that, click here and download the PDF. Because that way I could track how many people were actually using it. And the answer was nobody was using the transcript. So it's one of those things that I get it, um, but... Chicken or the egg? Yeah. Like, because you don't provide them, does that... Uh, I mean, you're just not going to have anybody ever listen. Yeah. Craig says, I charge for transcripts. So what does that make me? Craig. And then he also says, does this mean the sight impaired are going to sue bloggers for not providing audio? That's a question. Screen screen readers Uh, are available for them. So, so no, that's a different, that's different. Yeah. It's going to be, going to be interesting to to see um you could could probably in that same vein if you had if your player had an automatic transcription engine built into it in other words when you're if you went to your site and there was an audio player and it was playing audio only when you clicked play if it showed a transcript that would for the for the hearing impaired that may be something that would would uh, would work there i I think we got to get a we have to treat this very seriously and say, what are we doing? And, and kind of think not the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law. Like what are we, right. what are we doing to help those who are hearing impaired or deaf be able to hear, uh, be able to hear or read what we're saying. And, and, you know, mystic Mac said, um, uh, I'm hearing impaired person. And, and I'm oh, sorry, but we both clicked <laughs> at the same time. Uh, and I, um, and I have to use a headphone amp to hear you. You know, got to, got to crank it up, right. To get it done. So me too. I just, yeah, yeah, it's true. We, we use it as well. I think, um, <laughs> we're going to have to get to a spot where we're, I think we moved away from it. At, we, we all did it for a while and then we found out, okay, putting the transcripts in your blog posts aren't necessarily best for the search algorithm. Right. So then we all started taking them out quietly. <laughs> Everybody just started kind of dropping them. Well, there's enough there's enough individuals who are hearing impaired or deaf able to, that are now moving into the space. We probably have to reconsider those, those thoughts. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to, to see. Um, Daniel says the challenging thing is that screen reading takes almost no processing power and returns no errors, but automated transcripts are resource intensive and subject to many errors. That is true. Yeah. It's getting better, but it it's, that's right. I mean, it's, it's, it's easier to do, 
one than the other, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing it. Right. I, maybe a good, that may be a good survey question for your audience as you're thinking about a survey is, is talk about accessibility. Yeah. Cause you may have more, you may have more exceptions than you think. Yeah. Um, Stefan says, didn't Amazon start some sort of, yes, for, and what's so dumb about that? And this is one of the things that Adam was talking about in the new podcasting 2.0 spec. There's a, a tag for transcripts. So if you had one, let's say you had a PDF, you could put a link to it. And and if apps would adopt this, there'd be a button that said transcript. And the thing that's stupid that Spotify and Amazon are both doing, they keep creating things that Adam has already done in podcasting. Like, hey, you you need a transcript option? It's It's right here. Just use this thing we just built for you. And instead, again, Amazon and, and especially Spotify – is they're they're making their own wall. So what happens then is the question that everybody's asking is, oh, so Amazon's going to start providing transcripts, question mark, for everyone or just their shows? Because they own Wondery and a couple other things like that. Uh, so it'll be, be interesting to see. Uh, Mark says the sad truth is becoming a prominent thing because of ambulance chasing lawyers. Yep. Not because people want to do the right thing. It's no different than patent troll lawyers. Yeah. I do remember that that finally eventually went away where they were. The one guy was trying to claim he had a patent on podcasting for years. Can I, can I share sorry? Yeah. Now I forgot now that I am, you've that's given right. Special rights. I, it, it does it automatically. He can feel the power. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't, I didn't mean to just jump in there with it. No, but. do it. The, these are the transcripts we provide um, at Gallup for each of the podcasts that we do. We do a little bit differently. So, you know, we do a title and and I've got three bullet points of kind of what people would expect to find in there. Uh, my editor writes a paragraph that's kind of a promotional paragraph. Hey, here's, here's again, here's what you can expect all up front so that they can get a quick synopsis of, of what they're getting into. We present, then provide the uh, link, or in this case, the actual YouTube video that has fixed English transcripts in it, an audio player through Spreaker. That's who we use as our, our provider. Then this is one of the, the, you know, I have my editor go through and pull out three pull quotes that mm. we can quickly, again, I'm trying to get all of this stuff up front, not bury them in the transcripts, but get them all up front so folks know if they want to pull quotes from this, they can. And then instead of doing... um. Like instead of doing a table of contents, we just take some, I think this is H3 uh, text mm -hmm. and we just start putting some break, you know, some breaks in the transcripts. So it's not just one long stream of conscience. <laughs> Giant conscience. wall of text. Yes. Yeah. And so as you kind of go through, it's got the names and the timestamp and then you can kind of see it breaks it up. You do a little bit of this too, Dave. Um, it, it breaks it up into sections then. So how did Vibrant do an investing in this? And you can scroll through, chat, 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 the value of investing in your leaders. And I actually have my editor stack those those titles more up front than in the back. Because, you know, an hour of conversation, chances oh, of somebody getting all the way to the end are pretty slim. So we, we kind of book those uh, in there. But it kind of helps break up the, you know, kind of helps break that the wall of text up so that it's just not such a you know big thing but i i'm always surprised we get i get folks from time to time who thank me for having the transcripts there our education teams expect it to be there that's they're they're you know they're they would be shocked if we didn't have uh transcripts 
So it's been important. It does take, it's very, very resource intensive, very resource intensive. So, you know, I have an editor and it takes a couple hours for them to, to plow through these, even, even from Otter. Right. And the fun part is where do you put them? Because if you've already got kind of a blog post for your episode, right? you know, right. this is so right now I'm sharing my screen. I'm showing ask the podcast coach and they there you'll see what says show notes and then why jump to the end there. But also there's a button for transcripts, which they put the transcript luckily at the very end. So that way, anything I want people to see, which is still pretty long, um, they have the transcript at the bottom and it used to be, these were un, I don't know, un, unzipped. They would show the whole transcript, and this is not a great transcript, by the way. This is just something I popped in from Otter, and you can see it's one giant wall of text. And I, yeah, I yeah. kind of break it up a little, but not really. Um, and so broken up by speakers, yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. And so, because if this was in this kind of format where it's unzipped, then this page becomes, you can see, a mile and a half long. So I like the fact that. I know originally, I think it was just unzipped, and I think it was further up the page to where you had to scroll past the transcript. Now the transcript is at the bottom for those that need it. And I'm like, okay, I can that that to me seems like a better solution. But it is going to be one of those things where, you know, we'll have to watch and see. And, you know, and the other thing you'll notice is the people they are suing are people with money. Oh, yeah. It's Spotify. Yeah. It's this. It's sense. the New York Times, you know, everybody. So, if lawyers aren't lawyers aren't dumb yeah so <laughs> they know they know how to go after the money yeah. stefan says easy and cheap to, way, way to get one upload the audio as an unlisted video on youtube wait a day it's going to transcribe it then you can go in and download the srt y- yes you can but youtube's transcriptions are terrible like i think they're the worst of all I, you know you're better off using an amazon service or or uh, Otter or something like that. Uh, YouTube, we, the, the corrections we have to make on YouTube. Now, in some cases, YouTube gets it better than Otter does. This, this is what my, my editor tells me all the time. He goes, there are times when Otter gets it wrong and I have to go to YouTube to, to, to get it right. So, yeah, if you, if you don't want to pay for one of the services or, or, or whatever, that is, a, that is a way to do it on YouTube for free. Yeah, the uh, they're asking about podcasting 2.0. If you here's the thing that kind of is weird, podcasting 2.0, the actual podcast does not have a website. They have podcast index. I'm trying to find it here behind the scenes. dot org, which is where that's where the the new index that they kind of created to be a backup and a replacement for apple but if you go here there's nothing about their podcast which i guess because podcasting 2.0 is three things it's it's podcastindex.org so it's the the backup slash replacement for for apple so if you get deplatformed or if you're worried about that they're they're much about not deplatforming anyone then you have the new specs for the rss feed and that's what they talk about a lot on podcasting 2.0, the podcast. And then you have this whole other part of it that is streaming Satoshis to your podcast. So there's actually, when people say podcasting 2.0, they have a little bit of a branding issue. And it's kind of weird because if I wanted to send you, I'm probably going to go to listen notes and find the show there and send you a link. Cause there's no like, Hey, go listen to the Adam and Dave show at, 
podcasting 2.0 or whatever or something like that. I you think there'd be a link up here at the top for listen to the podcast, but in a way that podcast only partially talks about podcastindex.org. So I understand why it's not, but have fun trying to find a link to that show. So, but they talk about, there's all sorts of, like, I know if I wanted to get into the docs, I mean, if we want to really get our geek on, this is all the, you know, the different uh, fields and things they're adding and stuff like that, but it's hyper, hyper geeky and way over my head. Uh, so uh, yeah. And the pod thing. Yeah. They have pod ping, which is, Another thing that it's what it does, Podping, if we go, oh, anybody, know, I know it's Podping. It's a system that they've set up to where now when you release a new episode, um, you have to wait for Apple to come around and kind of scrape everybody and update and things like that. This somehow, and I, I don't fully understand, I, I just know it's much quicker. Basically, when you release a new episode, instead of waiting for these apps to come around and scrape and see has anything changed Podping just goes to those apps and say, Hey, we have a change for you. Here's a new episode. And somehow it speeds everything up. And, um, I'm not quite sure besides the fact that it's built on, I think the last time I, I I'm way behind on that podcast. Uh, and we're getting super geeky. Uh, but it's built on hive the last I heard, which is some sort of, uh, blockchain thing. And maybe, Companies are a little nervous about that. I don't know, but uh, podping.watch. There we go. And um, I knew it was something like that. Solving problems that don't exist. That's right. Yeah. So if I share my screen here, <laughs> I will explain what we're looking at. Every day I shake my fist at YouTube because I know there's videos out there they're holding back from me that I can't see just yet. I, 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 I get it. I get it that we, we want, we, as podcasters, we want to release our podcasts and have them available instantly. Yeah. But, but seriously, like, can, 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 can you just wait an hour? I mean, it, in most cases, it's there and available. It's going to be fine. Again, it's just, you're kind of like, yeah, problem, you know. Yeah. So you, you, we we're, we're watching it switch here. It's, it's almost as fun as, you know, watching, I don't know, golf. Uh, it's, it's, um, uh, yeah, but yes. So, so <laughs> bowling. Yeah, bowl. Oh man, remember bowling for dollars? That was an actual thing on the local. Remember bowling Saturday afternoon? <laughs> they used to show that on Wide World of Sports or something, and you'd be like, "Really? I don't know." Earl Anthony, I, if I remember right, was a famous bowler. I remember that name for some reason when you said bowling. <laughs> Somebody asked about. I'm trying to find it behind the scenes here about teleprompter software. I know I have it at podcastingresources.com. Daniel says he likes the uh, Prompt Smart Pro. There you go. It uses the microphone to automatically advance the script as I read it. But it's been a few years since I use it, so the other apps might do similar things now. Yeah, because I can't find it. It's I know I talked about one somewhere, but if Daniel says it's good, you know it's good. And so the only thing with a, a teleprompter, on one hand, it keeps you focused. I think if I used one, because I have, I bought a kit that you basically put your camera kind of behind and it has this, you end up looking through a mirror at your camera and then the words, you know, it's a teleprompter and they, they make kits for this uh, that you can buy on Amazon. Some of them are really expensive and some of them are not. Uh, Mine was not. And I just never use it because I, I don't know. I just like looking into a camera and I guess I can quit sharing my screen, Dave years later. I'll take you out there. Uh, Thank you. Um, 
I just like looking into a camera and talking like you're sitting across the the table as opposed to I, I would be worried that if I was reading a teleprompter, it would sound like I was reading a teleprompter, he said, kind of thing. You'd have to really work on your if you I watched a, a yet a, a really bad uh, Christmas movie last night and it was about two anchors. Here's the thing. Uh, and this is going to be this week on the School of Podcasting within three minutes. I knew exactly how the show was going to end because it was Allison Moody who used to be on The Biggest Loser and she's a soap opera actress and some big hunking guy that was just or you know what if I just he was a good looking man is what I'm saying and um, they hated each other. They were two anchors and you could just that what oh, you don't like Christmas. How do you not? How dare you not? like? And I was like, well, we know how this this movie's going to end. And I say that because there was a lot of telepromptering where the producer would make them say things that they weren't normally going to say. Oh, yeah. 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 And hijinks ensued. And uh, but the point of that to say their teleprompter was very they wrote the teleprompter the way you would talk. So if you take your your blog post and put it into a teleprompter, that may not work great because we don't write like we talk. We don't talk like we write. So, uh, yeah. I, I like, I just like a page of notes. I, uh, people, you know, this is, this is a, a very, um, a passionate topic because some people think, no, you got to look right at the camera. Or I'm not going to be engaged with you. Some people are like, ah, I don't really care what you're looking at. You know, it doesn't, you can't, you know what, listen, when I'm talking to people, they're not just staring into my eyes all the time. They're looking all over the right. place or checking their phone or whatever. So I, it, it kind of. It, but it's a debate. Some pe- there there are those who are just like, no, no, you got to yeah. stare right, right at the, the camera. camera. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're not engaging people. And, uh, and so it's just like, I didn't, for the longest time on the Gallup podcast, I didn't do that. And I didn't do it very well. And that didn't necessarily change. There were some folks who were like, could you just look at the camera? And I'm like, eh, no, actually I can't. I'm not very good at that. Well, if so. you look, if you look at ninety five percent of the time on Ask the Podcast Coach, I'm looking over here. Why? Because yeah. that's where you are, Jim. Right. And I'm talking, and I should be talking to you, the audience. So uh, well, I move you right underneath <clears throat> my camera. So I, it's when I'm looking at you, I'm looking at least close. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, we're going to answer Randy's question in just a second, but before we do that, I wanted to say, can, can yes, you, can you do that? Before yeah, we, we can, can do that. Before? We oh, we. I'd run out. I was, oh, that's was, that's that's. You know a, what never runs out though is the support from our awesome that, supporters. That is true. <laughs> uh, and so, first of all, oh, see, I didn't load it back up. Um, I don't think I have it. No, it's on the task cam. I had the dog podcast. Bum 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 bum. Rough rough. There we go. Yes. So uh, I'll recreate it live. Uh, but yeah, James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a pooch, if you have a hound, if you need to take that little person or, or uh, I almost said the B word just to be funny, and I'm not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> uh, check out Dog Podcast Network. In fact, right now, I think it's still going on. If not, it's going to be closing soon. They're giving away a ton of stuff, like the the top gifts for your dog. They, they were doing a giveaway, and there's some really cool stuff that they're giving away. So if you have a dog and you like podcasts and obviously you're listening to this one, so you do go over to dogpodcastnetwork.com. Then we always thank our $20 supporters, people like Glenn, the geek Hebert over at horse radio network.com. Glenn got smart. He, I think he has some sort of concert going on this year and he always does that big 
super duper blowout thing and he gives away a gazillion. He's still kind of giving away gazillions of stuff, but he, he found an easier way to do it. Uh, Shane over at Torpreneur. If you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, well, check out tourpreneur.com. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, which is dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. Felix, speaking of bad Hallmark movies, you need to go to the Hallmark Channel and watch um, the Sugar Plum Twist. It is a, uh, a really bad Hallmark movie with kind of a salsa so it's they take things like the uh, any kind of you know bad Christmas music and they add and now it's you know and people salsa to it. It was it was really really awful. You should watch it. Uh, find Felix over at LatinPodcastAwards.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're a pilot, you want to keep up with what's going on in aviation, check him out. AviationNewsTalk.com. Uh, go over and check out my buddy Caden at KJST Media. That's an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Caden is there to help you at KJSTmedia.com. Uh, Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Check him out at BabyMountainRadio.com. Uh, Greg over at Debt Shepherd, where he is teaching financial wellness at DebtShepherd.com. If I remember right, I always want to say Greg or Craig, but anyway, whoever it is over there, IndieDropIn.com is a place. If you've got a true crime or a comedy or a scary story, you can go over and actually give them a couple episodes because they've got an audience that likes that kind of stuff. So it's a way to grow your audience at IndieDropIn.com. And of course, if you're looking to start a podcast, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting and uh, use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up. And uh, you can see all of our awesome supporters, not just our $20 ones, our $10, and everybody else over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. So if you're looking for something to listen to, check that out. And for more fun ways to support uh, myself and Jim, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. You can donate. You can buy my book. All sorts of fun stuff. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And Randy had asked a question that I was like, I can actually chime in on that is do you guys have any insights on how 60 plus folks consume podcasts and until about two months ago i'd be confused on this but um i am part of now the glow.fm which is a premium service kind of like patreon only easier for libsyn and one of our clients is michael savage now michael savage is in the radio hall of fame he is a like super right wing kind of guy. Uh, his last episode was about how transgendered people shouldn't be in sports. So he's a guy that you're either going to love or hate. And his audience, because they came from radio is not on the younger side of life. And those people want to listen to it on a website. They do not want an app. Uh, in Michael's case, they are somewhat leery of the government because he's kind of a, and you know, he's, he's, it's Michael Savage. Uh, and so when I say, oh, here, just click here and, you know, listen to it on Apple, they're like, I'm not giving Apple my information. And I'm like, oh, you can click it. Like Google Podcasts is a really easy way to listen to a podcast because you can actually go there, search for the show, click on subscribe. And when you go to podcasts, I think that's with an S, dot google.com, anything you subscribe to is right there. So if you're looking for kind of a cool web-based solution 
for podcast listening, I always send people to Google Podcasts. But from what I've seen, they want it on a website. They're not, because in some cases, and I'm not, look, you you do you, and I get it. Um, they got a flip phone. You know, it's like, depending on how old they are, they're, they're, I forget there's a fun name for one that's got giant buttons. I've seen the commercial yep. for Or an emergency phone. It's just in case they get in trouble. Yeah. They're not really calling anybody, or they're not, the, the touch targets are too small. They're not using them as smartphones. Um, I was looking through the infinite dial for 2019 to mm. see if there was, if there was anything mm. and, and maybe I needed to, I found the 2019 report. Maybe I need to find a 2020 or 2021 report. Um, this, I think where Tom can help oh. is we think about that. We think about that category. I think the numbers are showing, I know it's going to be some kind of weird, but for that age group, Facebook and LinkedIn are still m- might be oh, yeah. where they're, where they're living. So I know my mom, I mean, she, that's the only social platform she's on is Facebook. So that, that may be one of those, those areas too, to be like, well, if you, if you can, if you can get it to Facebook and they can, cause they're out there, you know, my mom goes on Facebook one time a day, nine o'clock every night. She goes <laughs> nine to nine forty five, does what she can. And then she goes to bed. So, you know, if she was going to listen to something, she'd probably catch it. She'd probably catch it then or it on TV as she's listening to Sean Hannity. You know, something like that. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Randy is saying my podcast question is on all the platforms and my website, but feedback is many listen on Spotify. Yep. 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 And via their smart TV. Yeah. So if you can get to, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube now on my TV, but I'm glad you said Edison research. Cause I almost forgot. I'm giving away a book today. Oh, nice. Uh, Find your thread by Tamson Webster. And so first things first, how cool is the name Tamson? You know how many people I know named Tamson? One, Tamson Webster. That's so cool. Uh, and I've read uh, the first two chapters of this. It's all about how to take your ideas and explain them to people. Because if you think about it, there have been really great ideas, but without the right marketing and explaining to people how, like, you know, when I see a description and it's like, oh, in this podcast, we talk to interesting people about interesting stories or the interesting podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but what's in it for me? Like, that might be a great podcast, but you're not explaining who it's for, what they're going to benefit from and things like that. So we're going to try that giveaway thing again. If you put in hashtag book, uh, we will give away uh, the, I will ship this to you in the chat, uh, in, in, the, in, in, the the chat in the Google chat. If I remember right, let me see if I do this. We'll we'll let this percolate a little bit, and we'll do just it at hashtag the, book, just like that. Yeah, if uh, I if I book. yeah if I remember right, streamyard.com slash giveaway. Yes, it's in my history. Um, I just want to make sure choose a broadcast, ask the podcast, match the text. Yes, hashtag U- us only. Uh, how much, Craig? How much does it cost to ship a book to you? In the event you win, I'll do it. You know what? Worldwide, I will ship. Right. I will ship it. It's Christmas, dog on it. Um, and so I've, like I, I have it on Kindle. I actually bought two books: one to to read, one to give away. Uh, nice. And part of it was just like, well, first of all, I went to let's let's talk about how this happened. First of all, it's Tom Webster. He always delivers great content, and so I like Tom. I know, like, and trust him. His wife writes a book, so already. Without even saying a word, I kind of trust her because she's got that Webster name. And so then they said, hey, we're having a webinar to talk about, you know, find your red thread. 
and I go to the webinar and I listen to Tamsin. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. This really apply. I don't know if this was written for podcasters, but it's definitely got a podcast like podcasters could benefit from this. And so uh, I, I then got to know, like, and trust Tamsin. And he said, hey, if you buy two books, uh, you get some sort of PDF thing, whatever. And I was like, well, who doesn't want a free PDF thing? And so I bought two books, one to give away, one to read on my Kindle. And uh, I said, well, we'll do that. So uh, we'll we'll give that away at the end of the uh, we'll, we'll give that away in uh, 14 minutes at the uh, at the end of the show. We'll give it away. Well, and, you're going to uh, do it live. I'm, we're going to do it live. We'll do it live in the immortal words of. Uh, oh, my God. What was that guy's name? Bill O'Reilly. So. Yikes. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. uh, so here's here's the I found the 2021 infinite dial social media brand usage age 55 or older. Ah. And you're, it, it's Facebook, right? Facebook's one, Instagram, no, probably Pinterest. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest is a, is a uh, close second, not even close, is a distant second, Instagram third, followed by uh, LinkedIn, WhatsApp, Twitter, Snapchat, and uh, uh, whatever the other one is. So, uh, by the way, Tom, thanks for this work. This is really important stuff. I wish Gallup did this, to be honest. We're, we don't we don't do surveys in the in the podcasting space, but uh, appreciate this this the work that you do. So, I would say, you know, kind of based on this slide, this is again, this is the Infinite Dial twenty twenty one survey, Edison Research. I would say get it on Facebook. Like, I think that would be a priority if you're if for that age, fifty five or older. Yeah, they're they're big into social media and and Stevens saying, yeah, but that's social media, not podcasting. No, no, no. But there's a lot of things that, like, if you want to reach them, you got to be on Facebook, and you can put audio on Facebook really, really easily. So, if to your point, if they're just clicking and they want to listen online, and they're mostly using Facebook, that's probably the place to be. Yeah. Can you link to that, Jim? Yeah. And uh, I know I went to do it. If you have a Facebook page, I know Facebook emailed me about this about probably three months ago. Like, hey, you can put your podcast on Facebook now. Just put your RSS feed. Well, two and a half months later, I was like, oh, I should probably do that because I keep hearing people like Tom Webster and uh, and I hear Rob at Libsyn and, and Todd saying, wow, this Facebook thing could be top five easy by the end of the year. And I was like, huh. And they're like, if you have an older audience, you should probably do this. And so I went into Facebook and I know it's a Facebook page and I have this weird thing because I have two versions of me on Facebook. I have one for my nieces and nephews that has my podcast page on it because it's the first one I had. Then I created a a second Facebook account for all the school of podcasting stuff that does not have a podcast page on it. So I have to figure out how to do it and I can't even at this point, I logged into my family account and tried to figure out how to access my podcast page and failed miserably because I don't use my podcast page. I, I I went to groups after realizing that pages are kind of weird and you basically have to pay people to see it. And uh, that's yeah, the other thing. Groups and, are the way to go. Yeah. And Facebook. Felix makes a great point. Keep in mind that number one, um, which may not work again for older people, is when you add your podcast to Facebook, it only shows up on the app. Uh, so if they don't have a you know smartphone, but 
if they do, because there are people, I mean, my my uh, average age at my church is 70. And there are a few people that have smartphones. They're not all flipping the, using the flip phone and things like that. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's something, here's again, it's a, it, whenever I figure out how to do it, I just need to go through my Gmail because they said, oh, take this RSS feed and click here and do that. I need to find the step-by-step but it's free. You do it once. And if somebody finds it there, it was worth the four minutes it took to, you know, put your show on Facebook. So keep that in mind, but what one more, let's bring this in really quick. One more online audio brands used most often Mm. uh, based us ages 12 plus and currently ever used online audio brands in so this isn't Randy exactly to your question because this is 12 plus. So this is everybody, but you know, a good look at Spotify is number one. You know, when we think of the, the online audio brands used most often. So I wonder, I wonder a, a Spotify use by that age group. I'll continue to peruse through this, but it, you know, to kind of think through like Spotify has got a really good chance at this. Like they really do have a good, they've got a good opportunity to unseat everybody. Oh, and, and they, and you know, and they're trying. And they That's just crazy. bought Wooshka, oh. which I thought was interesting because they had Anchor, which was the free thing. Then they bought Megaphone, which has decent dynamic ad insertion and all the other things. And then they bought Wooshka, which from what um, Brian at mm, the podcast about monetization whose name I can't remember, uh, who's all about podcast monetization. He's always talking about just the insane flexibility of Wooshka. And they're like, oh, we're going to add Wooshka to our other plat. Like they're going to add the technology to Megaphone. And I was like, that that was the part that scratched my head. I was like, why would you buy Wooshka if you owned Megaphone? You, it's like, okay, I own Ford. I'm going to buy Chevy. I'm like you already have an American car that, you know, it's, kind of the same thing. So I'll be interested to see unless they're just going to buy everyone to where you won't have a choice, but to use a Spotify option. They're just, we're just going to buy the entire space and we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'll be interested to see in 2022, how many people that signed an exclusive deal, let's say a year or two ago at Spotify stay exclusive. I'm going to be not, we're going to have to wait probably another two years to see what happens with Joe Rogan. But I'll be interested to see, because I know, A, a lot of those exclusive shows didn't stay exclusive, hence the Obamas and the Bruce Springsteen and Obama and that whole nine yards. So it'll be interesting to uh They're to not see. meant to go forever, though. Like, that's the thing. Right. Like, you know, p- these things go in cycles, and people get popular, and then they get unpopular. And, you know, so yeah. exclusivity doesn't, I don't, I don't think the, the system's set up to last forever. Well, and Felix makes a great point. He says about 76% of my of downloads of my multiple podcasts are on Spotify. He says they are big in, you know, Latin America and different I know different countries have a huge Spotify. You know, that's where people are like, "Oh, they're they're bigger than Apple and people get upset." And I still kind of I am definitely of the like I get it that if they topple Apple, it's kind of a big deal because Apple at one point was like 90% of the market. But on the other hand, I still don't care. I'm like, just listen wherever you want to listen. But I, I, I get it. But there are. Kind I think we got to pay attention. I think we got to pay attention to Spotify for sure. Well, um, I think it was James Cridlin was talking about how 
Uh, and it was Adam Curry on the new media show saying, if you think about it, you have to jump through some hoops to get into Apple. First, you have to make an Apple ID. Then you have to go in, you have to submit it for approval. And then, you know, you have to have all this specs and blah, 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 and the right stuff. Nobody else is really doing that. Now, in their kind of defense, people don't have to do that because they've added all the Apple stuff and the other apps are just using the Apple stuff. Like Spotify is using the Apple artwork and things like that. So it'll be interesting to, to see. Uh, Master Cauldron says about 40% of my downloads are from Spotify. I'd prefer a podcasting 2.0 app at newpodcastapps.com. Yeah, the uh, I know the school of podcasting does squat. Uh, Ask the Podcast Coach does squat on Spotify. For whatever reason, the podcast rodeo show, maybe because it's shorter um, and it's a little more fun and snarky, uh, does pretty well on Spotify. Or not Spotify, but no, Spotify. Uh, yeah. So. I think it's our I think it's our audience. Like I, mm. I think on this, these like I don't think podcasters themselves are using Spotify because we've all been doing this a while and Spotify is kind of a new thing and we've all figured out our own geeky ways to listen to these things, you know, or, or we're doing it really old school because we've been in this space for a long time. So our audience is I I don't if you if we pulled our audience, I bet the Spotify usage just for music is pretty low. You know, it's just a, it's just a, I mean, it's such a nichey ner- podcast nerdery kind of group, right? When we think about that. So I bet our numbers are artificially low for Spodcast or for Spotify. I said Spodcast. Maybe that's a new thing. It's podcast. Uh, so anyway, buy I think- that no man. <laughs> Spodcast.com. Spodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that'll be it. It's it's not podcasting more. It's spodcasting because it's That's Spotify. Right. Uh, Daniel says, don't forget that Apple also has that annoying step of confirming your account through their store. Yeah, hurdles. You know, we're Spotify. Um, I'm doing a video on Captivate. And Captivate took all the, all the different places that are like just click uh, OK and you're done. And you can go into Captivate. Now, there are other places like Stitcher and Apple and Google, and I forget a couple other ones that you have to go to their website. But all the ones that you don't, you can just go into Captivate and go, yes, yeah, submit to all. And I was like, oh, that's 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 something I need to let my friends at Libsyn know. I was like, that's kind of cool. So they make it easy. Apple, you've got to go to their website. You've got to do this and that. And maybe that's why Spotify is winning. Spotify definitely makes it easier because you can just go into any media host, submit to Spotify, and then go to Spotify. If you want those extra bonus stats, you can go in and easily claim your show and then you own it. And if you don't, it was two seconds to submit it for. So it's pretty cool. Thank you, Felix. With the, uh, I, I, I'm working with Jim uh, and, and I, uh, I'm new to the whole super chat thing and the whole ad. I'm trying to figure out how to get money out of YouTube. Like if somebody gives you money, I went in, I was reading all sorts of stuff, and then I also was was somewhat surprised on the giant chunk of of percentage of money that YouTube takes. I was like, because last week, Cauldron was super generous, and I went in, I was like, wait a minute, he gave me this, and like, I get, like, what? So that was uh, a rude awakening. So, but uh, if you want to get in on the book giveaway, if you happen to just join us, we're giving away the book. Find your red thread. By the way, I'm not getting paid for this. 
Uh, this is just something I wanted to do. I was like, hey, I like this book. If I buy two, I get this bonus. Hey, I'll give it away on the show. And I like the whole StreamYard giveaway thing. I want to play with this again. Uh, by Tamson Webster. I'll have links in the show notes out at uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash 372. It's called Find Your Red Thread, Make Your Big Ideas Irresistible. And so, uh, and it's got a blurb from Doris Clark. Yay. Because you're like, who? Yeah, exactly. Reinventing, <laughs> author of Reinventing You from page two books. Hashtag book oh, in the chat. Yeah, hashtag book in the uh that's thing. why you need to come out and join us live. Like, if you're listening to this recorded. Well, I thought about you, this. I'm like, I should give, when, when we did the one giveaway thing, I was like, that was fun. You yeah, know? And, yeah. Um, yeah I, uh, we just want to come out live, though. Like, I mean, it's great that you're listening to this as a recorded version, Ed Sullivan. I mean, it's great. He's busy, so he can't he can't show up. But we'd love to have you come out and join us live. So, so carve out some time, not next week, because we're not around next, next week. week that's a good point christmas day we're not going to be here but uh but but in the future maybe a 2022 resolution join dave and jim out here at askthepodcastcoach.com yeah uh we had a quick question from ken what is super chat it's a band from the 80s i think they had that song about pancakes in memphis no Oh, take, take on me. No, no I'm just, I'm making it up. Uh, a super <laughs> chat is cause I was thinking of super tramp. Um, a super chat is, uh, if you monetize your YouTube channel, which you have to have so many views and talk about hurdles. Um, and then here we go. The, the, the master is going to tell us, uh, Eileen Smith, of course, the super chat money takes around two months to hit your bank account. Uh, if you oh, reach yeah. the $100 threshold, which you okay. did for sure already. So, yeah. So it's well, a way, if you monetize your YouTube channel, when you go live, I don't even know what it looks like. Apparently there's a button somewhere that says super chat. Okay. So Dave, this makes sense to me now that now that Miss Eileen has jumped in. So you in YouTube, you set up a funding account and every time for advertising or whatever, super chat must be tied to that. So whenever your account reaches a hundred dollars, they disperse. And so you're, so we, the, the answer is you just make sure your account, your funding account or your, the, where they can send money to make sure that part's set up. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, so you'll need to go in and make sure that it, go into that. Maybe it's even an AdSense or one of those areas. Go and make sure your you have a checking account tied to that to your Google account, and then every every month I think they cycle through at some point in time and pay those out. So I'll I I won't I, you know I won't uh, bet the farm on or bet crypto on uh, <laughs> the money that you're going to send me in an Amazon gift card, but uh, but I think that's how it works. So just Jump in there, and I think it's maybe in your AdSense yeah. uh, area. Yeah, that I, you go go set that up. Yeah, and um, the criteria is a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours. So when for you, what for to be able to monetize your YouTube oh, channel monetizations? Yes, and uh, we're going to give away a book in two seconds here. Gary said I recorded a podcast episode with one of the school of podcasting members yesterday. It was a really wonderful discussion, and apparently, I'm a good teacher. So. Yay me. Yay, yay. Uh, I, I'd love to know which one uh, because they're all awesome. And speaking of that, Mr. Cullison, what is coming up on uh, TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, over there on Home Gadget Geeks, uh, Uncle Marv, who's in our chat room today, uh, joined me. We spent a lot of time talking about gifts for the techie. 
and we get some really we get some nerdery going around some different gifts if you have a tech friend or for yourself that you might want to purchase uh, that'll be posted here at, at noon noon central i've been doing that premiere on youtube so if you follow me on youtube noon central that will premiere and we'll get a whole group together and uh pretty cool and then one more thing i was on podcastic audio this last week uh they interviewed me i think you've been out there as well dave and uh and so that episode if you follow me on twitter you can see that there as well there we go on the school of podcasting i've been consuming massive amounts of bad holiday movies and even though i just did one like what can you learn from the beatles i, I was worried about doing this there's actually some really cool things that podcasters can learn from holiday movies, especially when it comes to your format. And then I'm going to look at, here are some things that I feel, if you did want to tweak your podcast, things that actually might make a difference and get your show to grow. So that's coming up on the School of Podcasting. And uh, I've been working on that one for about three weeks in my head. So I'm I'm kind of excited and somewhat nervous because I, I really think this could be a, a cool episode. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to finally getting that out of my head. And the, here's the fun thing. I had my Christmas last weekend with my family because my brother leaves early for, for Florida. And so now while everybody hunkers down to take care of Christmas, I can do whatever I want because my Christmas is over. I get a ton done. So I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, thanks to the chat room. Thanks to Felix at Latin Podcast Awards uh, for the super chat. And uh, stick around. We're going to give away a free book in uh, about 15 seconds. In the meantime, just dance. Yeah.